Welcome to the ENA Podcast. The ENA Podcast is back for another episode, and we've got a lot to talk about here today as we are closing in on emergency nursing 2019. And this is one of the few things that we're going to talk about today. It's part of a busy fall here at ENA. Uh, the national elections are underway. So if you've uh, not voted, uh, be sure to look for your ballot in your email and uh, get your ballot cast. Uh, we got some things coming up as we get into October and November. But first and foremost, we're going to start off today with Kim Brandenburg talking about emergency nursing 2019. Kim, it feels like we just talked about all the planning that was going on, and here we are. It's, it's right around the corner. So welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much. It does seem like we just talked, but so much has happened in that time. It's, it's exciting to finally see it come to life. So, you know, when we were, were sort of previewing what was going to be a part of the education back uh, earlier this spring, you know, you, you, there was a lot of anticipation and excitement in your voice about the uh, the variety of education, the hands-on opportunities and the presenters that you were expecting to be, you know, locked in and ready to go. Now that you see this lineup, I mean, what's really jumping out at you about everything as a whole, or are there some individual things that you're just, you're really excited for, um, you know, 3,000 plus in emergency nurses to come out and, and experience in Austin? Well, I think you, you summed it up. There's so many things. Overall, um, you know, we have got just amazing talks with great speakers that really, you know, show through um, all realms of emergency nursing. But some of the things we've done different this year really do stand out. And I wish and I hope that people take advantage of it um, and go see it, even though it's new and might sound a little intimidating. Um, one of the things we're doing different are the Ignite sessions. Um, these are really fast paced fun way to gain information and, you know, be somewhat, um, you know, uh, I guess dazzled at, at one time. Um, it, it sounds kind of weird to have a four or five minute talk, but the way we have it set up, it's going to keep your attention and kind of entertain you through. So I hope everyone goes and checks out the Ignite sessions. Um, the global panel is something we did different where we're really showcasing our global um, ER nurses and, and friends that are kind of going through similar things we are and maybe how not only are we alike, um, but how we're different and how we can learn from each other. So um, one of our our, uh, our groups, uh, three of the committee members have done a great job. One of them is our international member as well. And um, what I've seen come together, the phone calls I've been on, this is just an amazing group. So I hope people um, seek out and listen to those. Um, our hands-on skill station has been a beast. Um, we're hoping that every day is full, but we uh, didn't quite know how much we bit off when we started this, but it's uh, an hour-long session every day. Um, each day is a different theme. Um, we're trying to get as many people through as we can. There's a small cost of $10, but we have got state-of-the-art equipment. We have very experienced um, staff coming in from all over um, who are really going to um, do the down and dirty, hands-on, um, different skills and different um, procedures with people. So we hope that you go check that out um, and, and we hope to just see that grow the next year. 
Um, one really fun piece is we're really adding in the edutainment. It sounds kind of cheesy, but we're all kind of cheesy. So <laughs> it's learning while being educated. So we're going to have a lunch and learn, if you will, or bring your own food from the food trucks. And we've got two um, veterans of ENA, Anne Marie Papa and Terry Foster, that are just going to do a, a really fun session. Um, where everyone can come and go, listen, eat your food, and still, um, you know, get CEs for this. The the one that's a little bit different as well is our first kind of evening session, the leadership session, which happens um, on Sunday night before opening, before anything on Monday. And it's an hour and a half long um, session. It's called ER Live. And it's based just like you would a talk show, like Jimmy Kimmel or Stephen Corbett or um, any of those. But it is so much fun. There's three people that are going to be a host. There's four different guests coming out. We'll call them our celebrity guests. But it's also going to be done in an interview type style lecture. So um, it should be a lot of fun. There's a a lot of um, kind of, comedy within that as well so we hope to have you come out and and do all the edutainment as well so one of the things that really stands out is i've seen this lineup evolve over the last several months and as we've gotten to know from some of the work that you know my department in particular has done so we started to get to know a little bit of who these presenters are and what some of the topics are um, it almost feels like going to a buffet where there's so much good food that there's really no reason for you to walk away <laughs> not full at the end of it because there's just so much opportunity to, to digest, whether it's the, the traditional type settings or it's these different, unique, these quick hits, the edutainment, the ER live. Uh, it, just, it just seems like something very different, but really just tuned into what today's emergency nurses are looking for, you know, they want variety. They don't want to just be talked to. They want to really be engaged. And it sounds like that was a a mission that you guys took seriously when you were looking for the best possible lineup top to bottom. It it really was. We, we listened. I've been a part of this committee. This is the third year now. We listened to um, people say, you know, the concurrent sessions can, can become long. Um, And let's face it, we're there to learn, but we're also there to network. We're there to support ENA um, and all the wonderful things it does for everyone. But we're also there to have a little bit of fun. But I think one of the thoughts that echoed a lot was I need to bring something back. You know, what can I bring back that is going to affect where I work, whether I'm in a rural area in Nebraska or whether I'm, you know, in downtown Dallas um, in an urban facility? So we did do something a little different, which is really fun this year, but we're doing what's called PI mashup. And it's, you know, it's going to, in essence, give um, whoever the attendees are at least 30 to 45 different PI projects that have been done um, on a storyboard format that they have access to. And the two sessions are an hour long, but they're people that have actually done the work, standing up, giving the pearls and pitfalls of it. Then afterwards, there's opportunity for 45 minutes to an hour to network. So if you really are interested in a project and you say, I wish my ER was doing that, you can go and get with the person and ask, how did you get it started? What were the problems? What worked? You know, can I have your contact so we can start repeating these things and make, you know, without reinventing the wheel, make things better across the way. So um, yeah, we did. We did try and listen. Um, shorter sessions, but there will still be the the concurrence. But just different ways to to bring things back, um, including you know increasing our networking abilities as well. So 
um, hopefully, hopefully that's going to be successful. And, uh, you know, another new thing that is really expanding how far this education can go. I mean, we're, we're taking it beyond the convention center walls through virtual paths. So that's got to be exciting to know that this education is going to have a life beyond, you know, the attendees that are there. Um, and others can really you know, partake in the experience from wherever they're at. Uh, you know, so that's got to be exciting to know that this is going to live a little bit beyond the walls and people are going to get a chance to experience this and hopefully see the value and want to come out uh, to a future conference. Exactly. So it really is a great value. And we, we were um, very thoughtful in the process of trying to decide which ones are going to be available um, based off of interest and feedback, which we've seen by people already, um, you know, wanting to go to that session and also interest from years, you know, the, the last year's feedback. So I think what we've selected to be on the virtual sites is, is just going to be wonderful. So um, really something to, you know, let your friends at home that aren't able to go. Uh, we know it's it's tough to go every year. Um, so it is something good to to look into and, and pass along to, to your friends. Absolutely. And, and I'm excited to uh, to get to spend a little bit of time in there. And uh, we'll, we'll be doing a little bit of live podcasting, a little Q&A with a couple of presenters on, on uh, a couple of the topics that I know have drawn some interest. So uh, I'm excited to have a small piece in that. But Kim, um, I imagine you're getting point to the point where you, you get a little bit of that proud parent where you're going to see this all kind of go out to the world. Um, you know, is that when, when will the deep breath happen for you? Uh, exhale and, and, and saying it's done and I'm uh, good. I, I, I'm not sure if that will happen until, you know, Wednesday night. But um, two of the things I think I am most proud of is just how diverse our committee has been in offering all these different um, avenues for learning. Um, and then also our opening and closing sessions. Um, I, we tried this year to go a little bit out of the box, um, but circling around um, the themes, um, President Putin's um, platform. And, you know, I, I'm so proud of our closing that I hope everybody sticks around for it and that um, they're impacted and, and that they feel um, not only, you know, privileged to be an ER nurse, but just to go away um, on the final day with knowing how important they are um, and what we do. So we're really trying to showcase um, everybody that, that is attending and just realizing that our work is meaningful, that our work is important. And in this day and age, um, sometimes we can lose, lose sight of that. So I'm, I think after closing is when I will finally take a deep <laughs> breath, but I'm so excited. I, I hope our feedback is, is good. And I hope everyone just comes out and has an amazing time. Well, and, and I'll just piggyback a little bit on that closing session. Um, absolutely. Uh, from what I've seen and, and what I know about it, uh, you know, everybody should, you know, mark it down and be a part of it and to stick around to the very end because there's some, some great things, uh, you know, all the way up to the very final seconds of closing. And, uh, you know, like you said, the work that you guys have put into to develop something that uh, is, is pretty pretty amazing and, and the way it celebrates emergency nurses um, and how that all ties into a lot of the things that ENA has going on as an overall association. Um, you know, uh, don't cheat yourself and walk out uh, before, before, the final, uh, before the final goodbyes because there's a lot to see all the way up until uh, we say goodbye for, for 2019. 
Well, Kim, I appreciate you, uh, you you joining us again to uh, to tie a little bow on uh, on the planning side of, of Mercy Nursing 2019, and um, it'll just be a few weeks, uh, not even a few weeks, a, a couple of days before uh, people start to make their way to Austin, and we get to see all this in action. So, Kim, thank you so much for your time, and uh, any final thoughts uh, about making the trip to Austin in a couple of weeks? I, I thank you for having me. And I just hope, um, again, I hope everybody takes full advantage of all the different um, avenues we've put out there for you and all the networking opportunities. And if anyone knows what my face looks like, please come up and say <laughs> hello and give me your feedback. I'd love to meet you. And I hope everyone takes advantage of all that Austin has to, to give to. So it should be a great time. Very good. Kim, I appreciate your time. And uh, we've got a lot more on this edition of the ENA podcast. So stick around. We'll be right back in just a couple moments. So we're back here in the ENA podcast. And speaking of coming back from things after we get back from Austin, the perfect celebration of Mercy Nurses is EN Week. And here to talk a little bit about it with me today is Tim Mucha, also part of the PRC department that uh, we have here at ENA. Tim is our ringleader when it comes to everything EN Week. So welcome to the podcast, Tim. Thank you. So Tim, talk a little bit about why, what EN Week is about. I mean, certainly EN Day has been around for 30 years now. EN Week has been around uh, since the early 2000s. We do a lot around here, you know, for emergency nurses every, every day, but talk a little bit about how EN Week and EN Day really tie into what our overall goal is for our members. Yeah, as you mentioned, we, you know, we celebrate and support emergency nurses every day and EN Week is our way, you know, to take that celebration to a larger scale and, you know, really blow it up and get more people aware of the celebration that we're trying to get out there for emergency nurses. So every year there's a little bit of a different theme and uh, in the old building we had posters that, you know, reminded us every year of what those themes were. So talk a little bit about the theme for, for this year and really how that fits into how we want to celebrate what the nurse, our emergency nurses are doing. So this year's theme is make a difference because uh, we know that the emergency nurses make a difference in the lives of their patients and their colleagues every day. And so with that celebration, we want to share those stories. So anyone who is looking to you know share their own story, share a story of a colleague, they can go on social media. We'll be on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram all week. Um, and they can use uh, the hashtag I make a difference for their own stories, or if they want to share something that their friend has done, they can use the hashtag you make a difference. So in the past, we've always had some engagement that goes on. Um, what is the best part about being able to share those stories? Uh, it's one thing for us to tell everybody about how great our emergency nurses are, but for them to share their stories and to, to tout their, their colleagues and their peers and their friends, I think that adds a little something extra special. Um, what did you see from looking at how people posted last year? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a really great opportunity for them to share each other's stories and really start engaging with each other. Um, we can share those stories, but it means more when it comes from, you know, their best friend at work or, you know, a distant cousin who also is an emergency nurse. When they get to share those stories about each other, it, it's there's more meaning behind it and they, they get more engaged through that. And we see a little bit that come from the nurses, but we also see facilities that spend a lot of time you know, praising and showing the good things that their nurses are doing. Uh, I imagine you encourage everybody to use the hashtags and share these stories and do as much as they can, right? Of course, yeah. And we'll see a lot of hospitals, you know, sharing pictures of celebrations of what they have going on in the emergency department for that week. Um, some of them will bring in lunches or cookie baskets, different things like that. 
So if you are a leader in a facility or you're just an individual nurse, what are some of the ways or what's the best way would you start with to, to kind of plan and be ready for, for EN week and EN day coming up in October? That's a great question. Uh, the first way to get involved is go to ena.org slash EN week. There we have a planning guide that anyone can download. It comes with sample social media posts, some pre-sized graphics for social media. There's um, sample thank you cards and template text for email and press releases. And then just stay tuned to ENA social media profiles. We'll have some giveaways, some discounts, different things like that throughout the week. And of course, you know, we think about it only in the ED and with our members, but uh, this can be celebrated outside the ED. You mentioned a little bit about press releases, but there's also some information in there on how to get your communities to celebrate emergency nurses. What are some of those things? Yeah, absolutely. So we have some, some language developed that emergency nurses can share with their local lawmakers and leadership in that way, you know, they can maybe get a mayor to say, you know, in Schaumburg, home of ENA is, is emergency nurses day. And, and there's language pre-written for that. And there are, there are other various things in the planning guide. So whether you're just an individual who wants to, to tell some great stories about your colleagues or you really want to blow things out, it seems like there's a lot of different options that people can use to celebrate Ian Week. And I'm sure everybody you know, is getting ready for conference and going to, to Austin. So um, now seems like the time to really get those things going if you haven't already, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, as we get closer to conference and when we get back, we'll have a temporary profile frame on Facebook for people to swap out there. I'm going to EN19 to uh, let's celebrate Emergency Nurses Week. Awesome. And like Tim said, you can find everything that we're doing here um, you know, to sort of celebrate as an organization through our different social media platforms on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And go download the planning guide because that will certainly give you everything that you need in order to, uh, whether you want to uh, celebrate small or celebrate large, there's plenty of options sitting there for you. So Tim, thanks for taking a few minutes here on the podcast today. And be sure to, to follow all of our social media platforms. You can see all the great things that Tim has going, uh, whether it's education, events, or member profiles and highlights. Uh, lots of great things on our social media uh, every week of the year, not just during EN Week. We'll be back with a little bit more of the ENA podcast right after this. Welcome back to the ENA podcast. It's been a, a busy episode already. We've talked a little bit about the exciting educational offerings going on in Austin at Emergency Nursing 2019 with, uh, with Kim Brandenburg, but uh, I'm happy to welcome Wisconsin State Council President Jane McGrath to talk about our next educational event, uh, not too far down the road, um, literally and figuratively from, from ENA headquarters, uh, just our neighbors to the north in Milwaukee hosting the Fall Regional Symposium uh, November 7th and 8th. Uh, so welcome Jane to the ENA podcast. Thank you, Dan. I'm excited to highlight what our great state is doing. So this is great. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. So, you know, we're uh, amazingly, we're at the, the, uh, the coming up on the fourth um, regional symposium that we've done uh, at ENA. And, you know, every, every one we've done so far from Vegas to Orlando to Seattle and now to Milwaukee, the, uh, the, the enthusiasm and the anticipation for it has gotten a little bit stronger every time. And a lot of it has to do with just really the great quality of the education presentations that, uh, that will be going on. So uh, talk a little bit about how you guys have um, you know, been working to, to come up with a great lineup for, for everybody who attends coming up at the beginning of November. 
Sure. Well, when we got the call probably now like two years ago, I think, from the national office saying that we were one of the sites that ENA was potentially thinking of, we, you know, it really um, energized many of us and we got excited at the thought of, um, you know, bringing, um, you know, a, a great conference here and kind of showcasing some of, you know, some of the great talent here. And so, um, it, I, you know, we said it was all hands on deck and we came up with a lot of good speaker ideas and, um, you know, reached out to many people and got some really great, um, I think, topics and excellent speakers. So um, the day will start, you know, with the welcoming. Um, I understand that Patty Coons Howard will be here as well to kind of welcome us. Um, and then we do a disaster panel. And this panel is going to be a little bit different. It's going to have really a multidisciplinary team on it who have all experienced uh, disasters of varying degrees from our state and then from, a, you know, around beyond our state. For example, um, in 2012, there was a horrific, uh, unfortunately, another shooting um, at the Sikh temple in uh, Milwaukee. And one of the, the first responding police officer who arrived at the scene became nothing short of a national hero. He, um, he endured 15 gunshots and uh, really put the killer uh, at bay. Um, unfortunately, there was a loss of life from the people that were inside the temple. Um, I believe six people were dead and four people were wounded, but th they credit a lot to this particular officer who really kind of stopped the shooter, and but unfortunately endured a lot of injuries. Um, he has since retired. In fact, he was just on CNN a couple years ago for an interview. His name is Brian Murphy. And someone suggested, you know, let's just reach out to him and see if maybe he'd want to talk a little bit about the experience. Um, and so I literally sent a cold email and he responded within a couple days and said he would love to. He would love to join our group and share some of the lessons learned. So he is one of the, pan the speaker panels. We also have um, a person, Kirk Gunderson, who is um, in charge of a lot of, of the an EMS service up in our northwestern portion of the state. And they have endured um, some, just kind of some kind of cr uh, crash pileups uh, this past winter, some pretty bad ones um, because of our winter roads and shared many experiences in coordination of, you know, different EMS services and working with the emergency departments of various hospitals. And then we have um, a, a person by the name of Michelle Seitz who um, is from Wisconsin, but actually her area of expertise is emergency preparedness. And she worked really closely. She went out to Las Vegas after the shooting and interviewed um, many, many people involved and compiled a report and brought back some of those pearls and lessons learned and has been more in that consulting role. So she's going to share some of her lessons learned as well in terms of just managing these um, these disasters. And then there will be a nurse on the team as well. And her she has a different title now, but she works in um, a level two trauma center that's in a more rural area of Wisconsin. And they have, um, she, she um, witnessed kind of another, of, again, a horrific accident, lots of kids in the car, um, and kind of will share some of those experiences learned um, of what happened that, that fateful summer day for many of them. So we're excited about the panel and we got resounding yeses when we reached out to these people to share kind of their, their learned experiences. 
And then we have a topic on mindfulness. Um, that's always a very popular topic. And there's also a group in Milwaukee area, although I think they work throughout this region, called Fight to End Explo Exploitation. And they're going to share some of their experiences in um, dealing with human trafficking that goes on literally in our backyard, unfortunately. Sure. Um, and then we, ha we have some ENA sponsored um, or, you know, people that from our sponsors about Teleflex. And I know that will be pretty exciting as well. And then at lunch on the first day, we're doing something a little bit different. Two of our Wisconsin nurses um, participated in the culture exchange last year. They went to Norway and Poland and are still talking about what a great interaction and experience it was. So they're going to share some of their experiences, but they're going to make it more interactive. Um, I saw a glimpse of um, they're going to do kind of in a game show format so we can all participate and learn and have fun. And that's going to be over the lunchtime. So it's going to be a, uh, a fun time um, and won't be a lot of, uh, you know, boring or downtime, not that these are ever boring. And then after, in the afternoon, we have a person coming to us from Cincinnati, Ohio. Her name is Jeannie Burney, and I had actually heard her speak at the National Clinical Nurse Specialist Conference earlier this year in Orlando. And what her ED has done is they've done a lot of education and sort of process improvement on um, safe handling, how many of us have been in EDs, both large and small. A car pulls up, they sort of drop off a victim, and you get, you know, you go out there to get the person out, and there might be a drug paraphernalia, a loaded gun. How do we, and the person is unconscious because they've OD'd on heroin. How do we manage the victim, but also keep ourselves safe? So she's going to share um, some of their, their lessons learned and how they empower the staff to really think critically in these really moments that can happen anytime, day or night, no matter what size the ED is. So um, we're, we're excited about that as well. It definitely, and as usual, we, we, we see such a, a diverse array of topics. And what really strikes me is that there's a lot of takeaways that you can bring back to your ED, but there's also a lot of sort of... Uh, thought leadership and opportunities to really uh, absorb some other perspectives on things and, and certainly the disaster panel it speaks to that and being able to hear from people who are outside of the ED have uh, different roles, but certainly all those folks have interactions with the ED and first responders of all different types. So it, it, that's what I think we've seen, you know, in, in two years of these regional symposiums, just a, a, a wide breadth of experience and really highlighting a variety of people and a variety of different topics. So you're not uh, you know, there, there's no no sense of, you know, it's the same thing over and over again. As you pointed out, there's a lot of activity here and there's a lot of different ways to look at some of these these topics. Right. You you are so right. And, you know, probably very similar to many states or all states, we have our very large urban EDs that, you know, tend to have a lot of resources. And then we have these very rural EDs with these catastrophic events that happen, whether it's a natural disaster or something else. And, you know, those, those nurses and, uh, you know, pre-hospital employees, all those um, people come together and kind of really um, help try to mitigate those, those disasters and respond to what can present to them. So I think that'll be a richness of the panel. And, and some of these other topics, too, is that people will be bringing their shared experiences 
and they're really coming from a variety of backgrounds. So I think it'll be relatable no matter who you are in the audience. Definitely. So the other thing that uh, kind of struck me is, um, you know, every symposium has got a little bit of something different and whether it's the town and the, the opportunities to see different things that are going on, but the actual venue for the Fall Regional Symposium is a little bit different as well. Why don't you talk a little bit about uh, where we're going to be located? Right. So um, Milwaukee is an interesting city. A lot of people associate with a variety of things, but this area of Milwaukee is beautiful. It actually was uh, once upon a time an old um, Irish settlement and then it became an, an abandoned warehouses um, by many, you know, kind of in the 70s and 80s. And they had this urban renewal and now it is so pretty. It's, it's right within walking distance of Lake Michigan um, and near downtown as well. Um, and they have a variety of shops and restaurants and boutique hotels, and there's even a brewery across the street. Um, not that, you know, we would, you know, certainly partake there, but um, there's a brewery right across the street from the hotel um, that, you know, the, the Iron Force Hotel, and then right around the corner is the infamous um, Harley-Davidson Museum. And I personally have never been there. Everyone has said that has been there that I've talked to has said, it's an amazing place, whether you're a motorcycle enthusiast or not. It's beautiful. It's near the lake. There's a lot of, um, it's just a lot of history there, and it's great to go through. And I, I've heard many of our members even say, too, they're looking forward to just seeing it and experiencing it because it's somewhat of an icon, not only in Milwaukee, but in Wisconsin as well. It's the headquarters for Harley-Davidson. So it's, uh, and, and I know from a, a staff perspective, those of us that'll be you know, coming up to the Fall Regional, uh, it's not often we just you know, we're able to get in our cars and, and go about 90 minutes to, uh, you know, to have an event that you know, brings members in from, you know, as the, the regionals have shown in the past, uh, it's not just people from Wisconsin or Illinois that'll be there. We'll have a nice variety of, of folks from around the country and uh, each regional so far, we've, we've probably gone well into the double digits and sometimes, you know, over 20 different states represented at each of the different symposiums. So I, I would imagine we're heading in the same direction. And, and I think you did a nice job of, you know, letting people know, you know, the education is always the biggest piece, but, um, you know, a little of what they're going to get to experience coming up to the Milwaukee area and um, really getting a chance to show off the Midwest a little bit uh, when, you know, uh, November, you know, it, it'll still be fall, so hopefully the weather cooperates. Uh, it won't be quite like January in, in Chicago for SCLO this past year, but um, I think, uh, you know, you get to see the Midwest in the fall is always a beautiful thing, so I think you painted a nice picture for us that way. Yeah, so. I think, you know, like I said, just the, just the area is worth experiencing because it's such a beautiful, revived area to visit and so much to do. Well, very good. Well, Jane McGrath, uh, the Wisconsin State Council President, I know you guys have been hard at work for, for quite a while now to, uh, to put together a great event. And, um, you know, we're, we're all in the home stretch here to Emergency Nursing 2019, but it's exciting to know that we've got another, uh, you know, a, a big time event right around the corner. And I know you guys are excited to, to show off Wisconsin and, you know, to also, uh, you know, put, it, put, uh, you know, put the Wisconsin State Council and, and your members and all your chapters you know, put you guys uh, in the spotlight for a couple of days, uh, you know, when we get up there at November 7th and 8th. So, Jane, thank you so much for your time uh, today. And, uh, you know, if you're looking for more information, you can uh, check out the ENA website, look under the events section, you can find everything you need to about the Fall Regional Symposium. But, Jane, thanks for, uh, for helping paint the picture for everybody. Uh, and, and hopefully we'll see everybody up there uh, in a couple of, in about a month or so. You're welcome. And thank you, Dan. So we'll be back with a little bit more of the ENA podcast right after this break.
So we're back on the ENA podcast. We've had a lot to talk about today between EN19, EN Week, and of course the Fall Regional Symposium coming up in Milwaukee. But we're always busy doing a lot of things for our members, but uh, there's one area here that is always working on finding new ways to bring more members together and into this community. Today, we've got the Director of Member Engagement, Matt Hessler, here to talk about one of those things. Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Dan. Excited to be here. So, Matt, um, you know, international is a big thing for ENA. Uh, we've disseminated educational products. Um, we've got international members. Uh, Youp is our first international member on the, the board of directors. Uh, but that hasn't slowed us down in terms of the types of things we're doing to expand our membership uh, reach. And international, we've always had traditional memberships for international members. But talk a little bit about one of the, the new things that we're working on right now or your department is really working on as part of all the campaigns you're involved with was, as it comes to membership and the international stage. So we have launched a pilot program for digital membership to the international audience. And at the core, it's meant to be an easily accessible and affordable option for any nurse around the world who wants to plug into emergency nursing, to what the latest research is, to the latest education, and to our large and ever-growing community of nurses around the world. So international, obviously, there's a, it's a, a little bit of a different animal you know, because of the distance sometimes. And obviously each country has sort of a different way that emergency nursing is done. But this is a way to sort of bring everybody together and speak sort of a, a common language. And the digital platform makes that accessible. So what are some of the things digitally that are available that really bring them together with every other member out of our base of 44,000, you know, ENA members around the world? Um, so one of the biggest uh, benefits is you have access to the Journal of Emergency Nursing digitally as well as ENA Connection. So nurses around the world are able to see how their peers are doing it in other countries. Um, that's something that's repeated on our ENA Connect uh, discussion forum where we have a separate international community where nurses are discussing everything from triage protocols um, to uh, resuscitation protocols um, in different countries and how those work. Another great opportunity for our international digital members is our online education. So CE is always not the same in every country. However, our education is top-notch and it, it does allow digital members to access those from around the world. And there's one new continuing education course each month. Um, so each month there's one hour of education that they can take at their pace and their time zone on their schedule. So you mentioned this being a pilot program. What are some of the initial hopes to, you know, obviously to, to draw and bring more international members together into this community. But what are some of the other uh, sort of initial goals that you hope to see out of this, uh, this di international digital membership? Um, so we know we have thousands of members uh, and learners around the world taking TNCC T uh, and ENPC as well. What we're hoping to do is introduce ENA in a new way. Not every country has its own emergency nursing association. Many have nurses associations, but not all of them have specialty education, a dedicated community, uh, and dedicated research on the topics of emergency nursing. So what we're hoping to do is introduce ENA to countries around the world where there are nurses yearning to learn and yearning to connect with their peers uh, outside of their own hospital and bring ENA to them in a way that's accessible and affordable. And really, the, the footprint for this sort of thing exists in the traditional international membership and the fact that we do things like the culture exchange trip and the international luncheon at conference. So we've always had the interest level there. This is just a new way to sort of expand the reach, but also, you know, remind people that we do have these other things that we're doing on the international scale. 
talk about the traditional international membership, if you will, and, and how people can still offer, you know, that's still offered to them and available if they wanted to reap all the benefits in terms of, of what you get as a member. So our traditional international membership includes all of our uh, print materials as well as, um, you know, full access to conference discounts as well as um, the opportunities to do things like those cultural exchange trips and to come to EN19 and future conferences as a delegate. Um, but really what the digital membership does is create an introductory uh, opportunity for nurses who may not want to or may not be able to invest the full $115 that our international membership is. So our digital membership is a $60 opportunity or for a lot of our Europeans, about 55 euro, um, to be able to get in, get a ton of research out of um, our, our ugh, get a ton of research out of our uh, journal, get a lot of education, get connected with the community digitally without much investment of time or money uh, and learn what ENA is all about. So the, the biggest thing that comes out of this is a chance just to, to grow and continue to engage. It sounds like an exciting thing. Um, where is the best place people can go to learn more about the International Digital Membership? So ena.org slash international is our home for all things international membership and education. So whether you're looking to become a full international member or you're interested in the digital membership, you can check them both out there. There's an easy comparison chart that shows you what the benefits are, what the prices are, and what the value of those memberships truly are to you as a nurse. And I encourage you all to check it out. Well, Matt Hessler, uh, I appreciate you joining us a little bit and really expanding you know, on something that uh, has been out there and people are starting to hear about it a little bit more and maybe even seen press releases you know, across, the, across the pond and you know, in various countries. So uh, thank you for taking some time to talk a little bit about it. And I encourage people who, and I'm, at, I'm sure Matt does too, uh, if you want to learn more, hit the website. But Matt, thank you for taking a little bit of time today. So that'll do it for the latest episode of the ENA podcast. I want to thank Kim Brandenburg, Tim Mucha, Jane McGrath and Matt Hessler for joining us as we cover a lot of ground today with uh, everything going on in the fall uh, for ENA and its members, including the big show coming up in just a couple of days in Austin, Texas. And as always, for all the information you need for Emergency Nursing 2019, please visit ena.org slash ENA19. Until next time, this is Dan Campana and uh, look forward to seeing everyone in Austin and be sure to look out for some live podcasts during Emergency Nursing 2019. Until next time, thanks for listening.